You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. In all the conversations we've had about writing recently with the Here I Write conference, maybe you've been inspired to consider doing some writing, and there's an opportunity to help you out with that um, in St. Louis. But you don't have to be in St. Louis to participate this year. Um, we'll chat about that in uh, excited to, to share with you about the Faith and Writing Workshop coming up at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Joining us for that today, Dr. Travis Scholl. He's the managing editor of the Concordia Journal. Travis, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Uh, we've talked about the Faith and Writing Workshop before, and it's been a fantastic event. Lots of uh, positive feedback from that, and uh, including some of our own writers right here in St. Louis that have attended and, and shared great insights on that. Um, tell us a little bit about, before we get into the workshop, uh, let us learn about you, um, because you're one of the presenters. You and Peter Mead are the presenters for this workshop. Share with us a little bit about your background as a writer. Right. Yeah. And uh, Peter and I have been leading this now for over 10 years. Our first workshop was, I believe, in 2009. And so, uh, but Peter and I go way back. But I guess uh, one of the things I like to talk about is my first experience with writing was in seventh grade. Through the blessing of a Lutheran school teacher, I had written an essay in, in our English class. And Mr. Bob... Barry Bob, who is still active in Lutheran education and Lutheran music, commented at the bottom of my paper, uh, this is very well written. I think you may have a gift for this. And I have never forgotten that. That was my first experience where I used words, used language in a way that on the one hand felt very special to me. I had felt like I had never done writing like this before, where it felt like what poets like to call inspiration. Um, and then I had that affirmed to me by, by Mr. Bob. And, and ever since then, uh, writing has always been something that's been important for me. Um, through the years I cultivated that, I was an English major in college. And uh, my PhD is actually in English uh, in the creative writing program at the University of Missouri. Uh, but then I've done all sorts of writing in the meantime, um, running from, you know, just the kind of creative writing uh, generally, you know, writing poems or stories or essays, but then also a lot of religious writing, obviously, as a pastor, a lot of devotional writing. Sermons, of course, are their own kind of creative writing, which we spend a lot of time in the workshop, especially with the pastors who are there talking about. Uh, church workers and pastors in particular write more often in a given week than many professional writers do. Uh, and they don't often realize that, but if they start thinking about the devotions they write, the you know newsletters that they put together, the sermons that they write, they're writing all the time. And so, um, so I've had that wide range of experiences myself as a writer um, that I've brought to it. And it makes it fun to be able to share that in the workshop setting to help in a lot of ways demystify the process. You know, we think of creative writing as this uh, person sitting alone in a room and, and all of a sudden they're inspired like Shakespeare. Well, a lot of it is really just learning the tricks of the trade and then just doing the work and practicing. And we get to practice that in the workshop and have a lot of fun with it. 
So you mentioned that that uh, you and Peter go back a long way. What what have these uh, faith and writing workshops done over the years for the people who have attended? Well, you know, it's really amazing uh, when we look back at the participant lists. Uh, and we every year, uh, one of the joys of the workshop is that every year we get the full spectrum of, you know, from on one hand, the grandmother who just wants to write down some of her childhood experiences for her grandchildren to be able to read. And she's never written a thing in her life all the way to, you know, the writer uh, who's been published before and is thinking about maybe writing a book that they want uh, to propose a CPH or something like that. The joy for us is to be able to look at the list of past participants and to see people who have maybe come into the workshop with not a whole lot of experience and have gone on since then to do a lot of really amazing things. Uh, Deb Burma was in our first workshop in 2009, and she has gone on to develop this whole career that has been, and she was already well on her way before the workshop. We're not claiming credit for that, but... uh, (laughs) Uh, she's gone on to do some really amazing things with LWML and CPH and just her own sort of writing and speaking career. So to be able to see how people have come out of the workshop and then done some some really cool, amazing things. And not everybody's on the scale of a Deb Burma, but uh, the beauty of social media now is we get to follow each other after the workshop and then be able to see all the creative things that hopefully at least in some small part the workshop has helped to spark that fire and speaking of creative things in the past this has been a workshop where um, participants will come to st louis for for a couple of days and attend the the workshop here in st louis um, with the challenges of the pandemic this year Um, how are you being creative and uh, (laughs) providing the workshop this year with the challenges of social distancing. Yes, exactly. We're all part of the new normal. So when the decision was made probably about a month or six weeks ago that all all the summer programming at the seminary would be happening online, you know, it it was interesting. Peter and I, I think for about five minutes, had a sense of mourning because there is something that is lost when you're not in person together When you're in that room together and you can just feel the energy, something is lost. But then after that five minutes were up, uh, we both actually got really excited um, because this is actually going to allow us to do some things that we can't do in person. And so um, I know the buzzwords these days in, in education with virtual learning is synchronous and asynchronous learning. So we're really trying to play with that. And all those two words mean is stuff you do together in real time and stuff you're able to do on your own, on your own time. And it's actually going to open up some possibilities for us, for us to be able to say to participants, okay, here's what our day looks like from, let's say, 9 to 10. We're going to meet together in our Zoom chat and talk with each other. And then and until after lunch, you have time on your own and we want you to do these things. Uh, and then we can come back together and, and work through all that. Um, we'll probably be recording some sessions that people can just watch when they have the time to do it. Um, so it, it is opening up for us creatively, uh, ironically enough, to do some things we wouldn't be able to do in person. And obviously the the big thing is it's going to we think allow some people to attend 
the workshop who can't otherwise just because of all the other costs that come with travel and lodging and food and all that. Um, they can just join us from their own living room and and we can do it together. So so we're actually now we haven't ironed out all the wrinkles yet by any stretch, but we're excited about doing this online. And, and we think it may actually ho hold possibilities for the future, like we might be able to do an online version and an in-person version, um, you know, so we'll see what happens, but we're looking forward to experimenting. What are some of the things that participants uh, will be able to experience this year? Right. So uh, typically what we say, and I think this will still hold true online, we'll just be doing it a little bit differently. It's a mix of three different kinds of activities, I guess you'd say. The first is Peter and I do have presentations that we make and, and we tweak them every year. Um, they've definitely evolved uh, over the years. Um, but we'll present some material and then that's always then opened up for discussion. And we have some conversation around ideas about in particular, and this is one of the things that makes the workshop unique in the world of writing workshops, uh, the connection between our faith and uh, our life in Christ and how that connects with the creative process of putting words down on paper. So we do some presenting about that and then open that up for conversation. And then we always have a mix of actual writing exercises. And that is things just to get the creative juices flowing of things we want the participants to write in real time um, at the workshop. Um, obviously, now that will all be on their own. Um, but so then they'll develop the, the right. So they come out of the workshop hopefully with a lot of writing that they've just done in the past three days that they can hopefully do something with. And then the final thing is we, we always spend a lot of time workshopping writing together. So that gives each participant to the extent that they're open and willing to do so to share writing with others and then to receive that feedback, always in a positive and construction, constructive way, but to receive some feedback on that writing. So hopefully they can, they can, uh, uh, increase on the strengths that we see in the writing and then work on the things that aren't quite as strong in the writing. And so uh, the three days we spend together is always a mix of those different things. I think for the online part, the one we're still trying to work out that I'm still thinking a lot about, I know we're going to come up with a good creative solution, but how will we do that workshopping online? In some ways, it's going to make it easier because we'll be able to share writing digitally in a way that we can't in person. Um, but it, it is going to be a, a, a work in progress to make that all work out. What do we need to know to register for this year's Faith and Writing Workshop at Concordia Seminary St. Right. Louis registration and, and that information? Yes, great question. So the workshop this year will be, it's always a Tuesday to Thursday, uh, usually in the third or fourth week in July. And so this week, this year, it is Ju July 21st through the 23rd, Tuesday to Thursday. Um, it will be online only, and we will, you will get plenty, anyone who registers will get plenty of instructions for how that's going to happen and what they will need to make that happen. Uh, registration is a little bit reduced uh, because it is online. Um, I believe that's $150. The best way to find out more is to go to csl.edu 
And if you click on resources, you'll see faith and film, faith and writing workshop right there uh, uh, to get more information. So um, it's all right there and they can register right there online and go from there. So we will have, uh, we've always had limited registration um, in person. We've typically limited that to 15. Um, I think we are going to be able to open it up a little bit more uh, with the online uh, format. Um, so as always with most things, the earlier you register, the the better you know you have a spot reserved. So, um, so we would encourage people to do that as soon as they're able. So the Faith and Writing Workshop at Concordia Seminary St. Louis offered online this year, July 21st through the 23rd. You can find out more at csl.edu slash resources. You can find it there in the continuing education section, Faith and Writing Workshop. Dr. Travis Scholl is the managing editor of the Concordia Journal and one of the presenters, along with Peter Mead, who's a Christian editor, publisher, and writer as well, will be presenting for this workshop. Thank you so much for being our guest today, Dr. Scholl. I've loved it. Thank you, Andy and Sarah. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.